Hello everyone. In episode 3 of Soul Talk, I'll be speaking to Augustin Candende, a friend of mine and a true inspiration for you today. He's an 18-year-old studying politics at the University of Melbourne and in the past being a refugee has seen some of life's toughest challenges. Amazingly, AK is also running for the City Council of Melbourne elections 2021. So, Mr. Augustin Candende or AK, how are you this afternoon? I'm good, thank you, Asif. How are you? I'm wonderful. Had like a busy day. Uh um a little bit a little bit actually i was studying most of the day um i got a couple of assignments that i got to do um but apart from that it's just been pretty relaxed that's really. so good mm-hmm. uh, and um dude like i heard that you're actually standing up for elections for the city council I of am. melbourne and you're the youngest guy literally how do you feel about it and what's it like um it's it's surreal it's it's like it's definitely surreal because it's not something that you really plan um from a young age you know you don't you know wake up at 17 uh, at 18 and go oh yeah you know what maybe I should go for the city council <laughs> so it's not something that just you just think about but so it's it's definitely surreal in that aspect but then it's also really cool because I feel like a lot of young people should start getting involved in local government because we are technically the future of this generation 100% uh, we're yeah. the future of this planet mm. and you know, I feel like it's important to know what's actually happening and 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 the policies that are shaping our society um So yeah, it's in one sense it's very surreal but in another sense it's like very real like it's very real because it's, it impacts a lot of young people and it impacts us. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and where where did you like get an idea of getting into the council making a difference like you know doing your two cents where did all of this come from? Um so like for the, the the idea to get into the council like I always sort of like thought about it um because I'm doing a pol- um, politics major so politics and international relations major. So I thought I was going to do um I was going to like try getting into the council after my undergrad. Um but then I had a couple of conversations with, with like the councillors and the mayor um and the mayor of Hobsons Bay and the CEO of Hobsons Bay. Um so the executive officer and you know they just talked about how you know there's no better time than now. You know and I, and I thought about that too. Um like with everything that has happened in society, you know like why wait, you know? Um I remember I don't, I don't know if you know about I yeah, um there's this there's this um like the black lives matter and everything. Ah, yeah. like this yeah. this the things that are happening in society, right? That it's it's historic and we haven't realized that yet because people who are living in a historic time of period don't realize that because it's happening to them. Um and and we're living in that right now and and the change that is coming is good. It's a good change and I feel like it's important to be part of that change. Um so I was like, you know what? Um I'm going to go for it because other way it's other going to be a hugely significant learning opportunity for me or it's going to be a stepping stone um for helping the community for helping people um uh, which I'm very passionate about um yeah, so yeah I totally get that and like what I am understanding is that you're very hopeful that you're going to get in but you're going with the mindset that even if I don't get in it's going to teach me one thing or another and it's like a win-win situation 100%, 100%. for you 100% in um, in that way 100%. yeah 100% like i mean i remember from um since since i was young since i was young um cuz my mom is a very like you know religious person she's very like you know passionate i feel that's where i get my passion from too my mother <laughs> um i remember um we were living in a refugee camp in 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 malawi and i remember um 
like she, she, she all she says to me is this other kid obviously she said it in Swahili and French um, but the English translation is that um, it's the learning that comes from the adversity that creates the greatest opportunity for growth I must always used to say that to me like all the time all the time and I never like it, made, it never made sense to me like I'm like okay mom what are you honestly talking about um, but then like as I got older and I started experiencing life more, like I started like, connecting my past experiences to my present, right? Um, I started understanding what that quote meant. All right, so it's the learning that comes from the adversity, right? So you learn from the things that you actually try, right? That creates the greatest opportunity for growth. So that's how you grow. You grow from failure. You don't grow from it. So winning all the time, you'll never grow. And that's, that's what I got I agree from 100%. That. Um, and they say that the more luxury and the more comfort you have in life, the less of a chance you have to go like to grow go forward, and to become successful and, and grow yeah. as a person 100 yeah. yeah. because gro- growth growth i feel like for me is one of the most important values like if i'm not growing as a person i honestly feel like i that the feeling of being stagnant like we're just being still like i i cannot stand it like i i always want to grow and to be better and to always improve um because since I was young, like I was always been that, that that has always been taken away from me. You know, I didn't start school until I was twelve, mm. so I, I never I, n- I never had a formal education. So I was always behind. So I, f- I feel like that also helped me um, in terms of like my my drive to like always be better. That's amazing. Um, so what you're saying is that in from twelve to eighteen, that's all the learning you that, have that's, done. That's the, all all the learning I have that's done. Yeah, sick, that, dude. And now like you're thinking, <laughs> dude, I feel very old now. I'm like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's yeah just, that's, that's, all that's inspirational dude yeah. amazing yeah appreciate it brother so ak like you like especially right now you were in the position where you had you were studying in a university you probably had everything you would need mm-hmm. to to have a successful life but you're choosing to go in the council and help other people represent others and try to make a difference mm-hmm. Instead of just focusing on yourself, mm-hmm. you're trying to create a change in the world, mm-hmm. even if it's like mm-hmm. two cents or very little. Uh-huh. You're trying to do your best. Yeah. Why is that? Um, well, this is gonna be a weirdly sh- short but long story in some <laughs> sense. Um, but I was like born in a um, democratic republic of Congo, and and as for people who do know, um, that place has had a, quite a few civil wars. Um, about I think twenty civil wars. Um, that the country has had so it's 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 been incredible and um like so i have seen people suffer to to the fullest extent i've seen people suffer um and and that was just in in congo and then so my mom and my my mom fled with me and my brother after my father was 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 uh was killed and we went to a refugee camp in malawi and we lived there for four four or five years four or five years we lived in a refugee camp so you can imagine, right? So a single mother, she was about what, in her, in her twenties. Right? My mom was in her twenties, single mother in her twenties with two young boys by herself, in her refugee camp, right? So it, 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 so for me that puts a lot into perspective, of, of the strength that people can have in even in the toughest moments, right? So in a refugee camp, I saw people, like we we literally used to have, one meal a day. Every, every kid in a refugee camp like had one one meal a day and it was the happiest that I, I, I think I've ever been mentally that was the happiest right like just think about that you were literally in one of the worst places you could be you know as a child growing up but 
you don't realize that because everywhere you see is suffering poverty death disease you know malnutrition right there's no food like you have to go I, I, we used to walk so far to get water and i was and i, I just remember carrying that huge jug of water all the way home just so mom can cook some food for all my friends and stuff like that in refugee camp so all those experiences that i've had um and and things that i've witnessed like from congo to refugee camp and even coming to australia right has put so much into perspective for me right in terms of like how 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 like in terms of happiness like you, you you get the most out of life when you can do something for someone that you know you'll never repay back like they'll never repay you back like that i feel like that's where you get that true sense of happiness in life right when you can do something for someone else that you know you will never get repaid back because you know that in 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 your heart you're passing that forward right they're going to go now and help someone else they're going to go now and then that someone else is going to help someone else and then it creates that chain it creates that chain of just people just doing that little bit of kindness and it doesn't mean yeah it doesn't have to be like the like bill gates donating you know 3 billion to a charity like that's that's huge that's incredible as well that's huge but it's, i feel like people people don't want to do those little things because they think you know what no one's going to notice right it's 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 little like no one's going to notice it's, it's like this but it's crazy like once you realize that every single person has a light right in them they have a light and um that light that a person has is their brilliance right and i feel like i've always believed that every single person was born right was born and conceived and put onto this planet right to express the brilliance that is uniquely theirs 100% and like for for me that's like i'm i'm thinking like like you said like i could just do my uh, undergrad do my postgrad and get a nice job and continue with my life and not worry about people but like where is the soul in that like what are you fulfilling in life like what's your legacy in that in that aspect so i'm like um and i thought about it i'm like you know i've always been passionate about people and and that's something i want to continue to do even um until i die dude that's so inspirational i'm so sorry about your dad nah, i didn't i didn't know about that no nah, that's definitely it's fine like, i mean it's it's, it's crazy cuz like it's it's cool. things that um like not not many people like in you know developed countries experience right like you know your parents passing away but it's such a common thing for um you know people for for refugees you know you lose families just like that like quite quickly um and and so like in some sense it it sort of makes you impervious to the idea of death like you don't, you don't you don't really afraid of it anymore because you've seen it so much so but close exactly and 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 just like that aspect of that um and just like the thought of that too so it's it's yeah and i it, it's definitely sad obviously um but it it helped me mature it helped me grow um, and and really. like in in your talk uh you mentioned that when you were having one meal a day with your siblings and your mom that was when you actually from your perspective right now you would see that as something really sad but when you were in that position and mm. at that time it mm. was it was just something really fun and happy and you you just you were in that 100%. position where everyone around was yeah. doing the same thing so mm. internally you just felt good yeah. and like now it is because the way i see it is life is not 
that much complicated mm. as we do it 100%. everyone here is in the race mm. to earn more money to do more work yeah, to earn more money but earning money and uh, is just like a very minute portion of our lives 100%. people just literally base their whole lives around this small aspect and they forget the broad picture how they could focus instead of just focusing on themselves how they could help others or um, make the world a better place that that's yeah. um i remember i was i was i, I do you be surprised but i read quite a lot um i remember there's this quote by charles dickens um and he said that um no one suffers on this planet who lightens the burdens of another right uh, like, yeah. like like and i have never forgotten that quote i, remember I was reading that i was just like like you like just think about how true that is of a sense right like right now where i am right I'm I'm very happy. I'm very happy where I am, and I'm so so grateful for everything, right? For everything, for all the opportunities that I've 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 received. But it, it just makes me think about, like that's why I say I, I was so much happier. Like I, that was the 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 purest I've ever been in terms of my happiness, like my happiness level back in a refugee camp. That's that's what I was because it was the simplest time, right? And that's always made me think. Like I, I always go back to that memory. I'm like, Augustine, why aren't you happy? Because you're not looking back to the foundation. You're not looking back to the simple things, right? Everyone thinks, oh, for me to be happy, I need to get a bigger, bigger car. I need to get a bigger house. I need yeah. to get a bigger this and bigger mm. that. Mm. And I always like every time, I, every time, because like again, we're only human, right? So and our thoughts sometimes wonder. And every time I always think, oh, maybe I should get a bigger car or or or, or, or nicer shoes or nicer this, then I'll be happy, right? And I always think back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Remember that time, you know, you were in refugee camp and mum cooked that one meal for every kid in a refugee camp and we all came together and ate and just sat down and started talking. That was the happiest you've ever been. That's true happiness. You find happiness in the simplest things, right? 100%. And yeah. you find happiness by helping other people, right? And again, from that quote, like no one suffers. You don't suffer when you help other people, right? No one suffers who lightens the burdens of another person. And I just never really forgot that. Shit, that was so deep. Yeah, and <laughs> and also like the way I see it is that I am probably the only person from from my whole college or school who made it abroad, mm. right? And I sometimes feel that like I, I'm pretty religious, right? Mm. And I believe in God and stuff. Mm. So the way I see it is that if God could have wanted, He would have done. like he would have just said yes and any other pos- person would have been in the same position as me or or in the same position as you mm. like how much we have of the past that we have seen and the position we are at mm-hmm. right, right now is significantly different. different and amazing so it is our responsibility to use the um blessings that we are given to help other people because yeah like i said it could have been anyone else at all Obviously. and if we are given the responsibility then there has to be a reason why we are here 100%, right 100% and that's what, that's what i was talking about before like um like i've always been like, my mom is very very religious as well like my family has always been religious i used to be an altar server um believe it or not um yeah so now and, and i always just used to think like like every person right um like we were so afraid of of being judged because of this and that because we we're sort of conditioned to just be this specific type of thing you know or you need to grow up um go to school work hard blah 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 and then get a job and then that's it like yeah. you know have <laughs> a chicken, have a chicken farmer <laughs> die and then you finish yeah. and it's just like 
that's that's not it right if if god puts you in a position of where you are right now right that means there's a light in you right that is so unique to you that only you can express that right and that's how i always used to tell like some of my friends and, and like when I, while i was school captain i always just say right like the light that you have in you right the light that god gave you as a person that is uniquely yours and you need to express that to the world right that light that is that that brilliance and that power that is in you right because that's how that's how you affect change and it like what and once and once you're comfortable enough to be yourself to express the uniqueness that is in you right it, it's just contagious and then the other person says oh if they can be themselves then i can too and it, it, again it's that chain it's that chain it's the smallest things right it's that chain and just it just builds and then you'll never know that too because no one's going to tell you right but it just you have to be aware of the fact that like the light that is in you is uniquely yours and you're here on this planet right god put you on here on this planet to be to 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 show the brilliance that is uniquely you yeah i agree 100% and what i've seen is that nowadays people are so like you the, the same point that you mentioned and i'm trying to elaborate even more mm-hmm. that we have started to f- f- like live according to the levels and judgments and everything that society. our society mm-hmm. and surroundings have set mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. even That's for right. our friends just to fit in people let go of their own qualities and and things that they're blessed with that they're given just mm-hmm. to fit in with other people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in in doing that we just you lose, lose ourselves you lose yourself 100% like that that's and that, and that's something that I, I always think about right um like for me personally uh, i can't really speak for anyone else but for me personally i always think um if i meet someone if i meet someone new that i've never met before what can i add to their lives what value can i add to your lives if if our lives are both ordinary if my life is ordinary your life is ordinary we're just like living our lives going to uni and doing this and that um what can i do to your life to add value right when you go back home and you and you you know think like you, you see me somewhere someday i'll be like oh i remember gustin he i know him from this and this right yes like 100%. what what do you like what value can you add to someone's life right and see people our generation sort of lose that aspect of like value right they just see it as herd mentality yep. let me try and be like everyone else so then i don't have to like show myself and that's where the uniqueness part comes into the display right exactly yeah they try and hide their light right so that other people don't like look out oh, oh my god wh- wh- whose light is that wh- oh man he's a bit weird isn't he <laughs> like, you know what i mean and it's yeah, like yeah. that's that's fine right not everyone is for you like you have to understand that you can't please everyone right and not everyone's for you but there's people for you there's people who are going to see you and say i i love that i can i can see, you say he's weird i say he's amazing right and people don't really understand that because they're just so scared in themselves to express the brilliance that is uniquely theirs and i think that's it's sad it's sad that we we lose that we lose ourselves in that but yeah um, in in like the bubble that society the bubble society forms for just, us yeah. and like um the way i see it is like personally that every i probably you agree with that as well every second we are closer we are getting closer and closer to death we mm, we just yeah. forget that aspect mm. and when we die the people who come to our grave are not going to say that dude this guy earned like a billion uh, yeah, rupees yeah, yeah. a, a billion nice dollars shoes yeah, wear the nice, nicest shoes exactly. the best car studied at MIT university <laughs> of melbourne whatever all that they're going to remember is how much 
this guy gave to me to the society and um what value did what, he add what to value life? he added to other people's lives we just forget that aspect and we just get into the grind of 100%. making money and, and focusing so much on ourselves literally yeah. 100% and I, and i always used to say this like like people may forget what you said or what you did or how you looked you know or, or what you dress like like you said or what car you drove but they'll never forget how you made them feel right that that's something that the, the impact of feeling like when when you meet someone and you make them feel some type of way right like you make them feel whole right they'll never forget that i can guarantee that right now right they'll forget they may forget your face they may forget your name but they'll never forget how you made them feel in here and i feel like that's that's powerful that's important yeah and and also um that when i i was i was reading somewhere i don't remember who said who said this but the guy said if you're having an argument with someone and the other person does does like doesn't want to understand then the good thing like what you should do is lose that argument in the hope that you'll win the other person's heart mm. because if you win the argument Powerful. Then That's you hard. just win the argument. You lose the person. Lose the but person. if you lose the argument for, if you lose the argument, you there's a chance that you you could get closer to that person and win his heart and be a, be his friend for the rest of your life. So that that's the, that's also one of the things that we we just lose the aspect of people, right? Like we are pack animals. Like we love people. Like a person cannot survive on their own. You can't. You just cannot survive because you need that interaction, right? And the, uh, and and we we sort of like society has sort of conditioned us. to have this like independent model of agency where it's just me i me i i want to do this i want to do this uh me 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 this is mine this is and and we forget the aspect of we right exactly we yeah. are a society yeah. a community yeah. we are people right mm-hmm. um and it's just one of one of those things like if you can make someone else believe in your vision and then you like make, and make them believe that you understand what they're saying even in an argument if i can if 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 we're both arguing and you tell me something and i disagree with it but i i i agree that i'm listening to you right i understand what you're saying automatically you're saying okay so i can see that we're having an argument but he's not like hating me he's not my enemy is and, and then all of a sudden the argument changes into like discussion like you start talking and that's the important part i feel yeah, like yeah like listening to people with an open mind and actually giving them 100% attention because like nowadays if i'm having a con like if if i'm like having a conversation for example that's me having a conversation with you what i'll be doing is yeah i'm using my phone and i'm i'm speaking to you like you're talking to me and i'm not giving you respect by just i'm thinking that yeah dude i'm just i can multitask i'm using my yeah, phone i'm speaking yeah, to you t- but what i'm doing is basically not, not giving you 100%. attention that you deserve because a lot of i feel like a lot of people especially in society right now um especially in our generation because we're coming we we're, we're so technologically minded now as a society right So and and we tend to forget that um when when someone is talking we are listening to understand not listening to respond and and that and that's huge now like yeah, every time someone's so talking powerful, yeah. you're just listening to respond you're not listening to understand what they're saying you're listening so you can find something you can respond back to instead of listening to so just say oh you know what that was a very good point i understand what you said like i can feel like they instead they're just like oh Okay, so now I have something to say back, you know? It's they're not listening to understand, they're listening to respond. And it's just like it's just crazy in that society right now. It's it's so huge. Yeah. Um and and um I reckon this is majorly because of the fact that we have gotten so much connected 
to the smartphones we we've, we've gotten in the habit of just texting and when we actually have face to face conversations we don't know we, we don't know how to speak that's that's huge that's huge like our face to face interactions i'm i'm i remember there's a statistic about this as well um but apparently also some research studies um that we have gone down in terms of face to face interactions and and this is how like marriage and and, and it's like it's, it's leading into divorce into marriage into relationships into friendships it's like our ability like when we finally meet our friends from from online and we're trying to communicate face to face it's just like uh um yeah <laughs> yeah hi, bye okay bye and then it's finished just like that um because we haven't learned to just talk right to hear someone's voice right mm-hmm. hear from us and understand that right and have a conversation because like i feel like and, and in your brain as well it just gives off those endorphins right it gives yep. off those endorphins those chemical reactions 100%. your brain saying oh my god so, and then you cannot you, you, can, you can connect someone's face to the voice to everything instead of just like 24/7 texting you know finger worries and all that it's yeah. incredible really so like if you um probably met me a year or two ago like the conversation that i'm having with you right now i don't think i would be able to do that really, really. yeah i feel like yeah that's I mean, that's what i mean and and that's and that's the important part about growth right like you don't understand like it's crazy because sometimes people grow and don't realize but when you have someone that just comes and says you know what man you have grown incredibly lately like i've seen like all all like you know your arms are looking do have you been working out like you're you're looking very good lately now like, you're eating healthy like you know it's just stuff like that there's little 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 things some people think oh whatever that doesn't really make any sense but it's like those little things then and people are just like oh you know what that makes me feel really good and they go back and they look at themselves in the mirror and be like I'm proud of you you know that's 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 awesome and then you yeah. go back in the gym or you go back and have uh, a fruit or something like that it's just that those little things um that you can never get repaid back you can never repay something like that back but it's it, it's just good for someone's soul Yeah time. and and um yeah like you said complimenting someone could play such a major important part that um if if they if they dress up in in a good way or they smell good you should like always 100%. try to compliment them 100%. make them feel good 100%. because um subconsciously you're just making the other person feel better and in that process it's probably just going to come back to you in one way or another your day is going to go good or something so um yeah and it's crazy cuz like when when you think about it like that exact notion when you think about it it doesn't take anything away from you nothing literally like you just, just give you more in back actually you just feel exactly. good because you you're complimenting the other person yeah like you you literally there's chemical reaction from that from that one thing and you literally feel amazing like or, or like you literally just say I see if you look great today man Wow, you're looking good. Like that that one it doesn't take anything away from me. But it's going to make my but day. But it's going to make your day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like that. It's just those little things and then people it's like our society just unable to do that. I just it's it's sad but it's something that we need to work on. I feel like definitely. We just we need to work on stuff like that. It's important. Yeah. And um the council that you're going for right now like i'm going back to the topic as in back to where we began 100% <laughs> so what what's your work actually there what are you going to be representing are you be going to be representing the african people because probably you i think i'm not sure that you're the only person who is 18 on the council and an african yeah. in melbourne <laughs> so what it's like like yeah um, how do you feel yeah, no, um, what's your job it's it's crazy because like um 
yeah, I'm gonna be the the young. If I if I get elected, I will be the youngest person there, and I'll be like one. I'll be like the first African on um on the Hobson Bay City Council too. Like the first African born on an African continent. Um, it's just like a crazy aspect for me. Like you know, and it, it just shows. Like I remember I was talking about this before. Um, and it's not something I wrote on one of my pages, is that um, we don't face you know a dilemma between or a challenge between tradition and change. Right. This this is not because this is not about like you know old people and and, and young people. Right. This is about embracing thoughtful change. Right? This is thoughtful change. Like the, the with the Black Black Lives Matter, you know the Me Too movement. Right. The things that in society like we're saying, you know what, this is enough. Right. Stuff needs to change in our society. Policies need to change. That need to happen. Right. And it's and it's not about it's not we're not saying oh these old people can't do it anymore. We're just saying that. There's a whole perspective of people that you're forgetting, right? There's crazy. There's no one in the council right now that is under the age of thirty-five. Shit. No one in the council yeah. right now is under the age of thirty-five. Yeah. Just the thought of that, right? So then, so then, what? Then you ask yourself, when they're making all these policies, right, that apply to the whole community, whose young person perspective are they getting? Who, who, who in the young community? is there to represent us who's representing us in the council if none of them are under the age of 35 they, they can say they're representing us right they can say that obviously but they're not living the life that we are right now obviously they're not living the life because like I, our generation is That's literally the most different we've ever had in history and it's crazy because like none of them are under the age of 35 so i feel like my, my job really um it's going to be focused on on changes that young people actually care about because like i for for me personally, um, it's gonna be mental health, mental health and physical health. I feel it's so important, um, you know, looking after your your physical self and looking after your mental self, um, because that that leads everything else. That le- if if your mind is clear and and you're in good health mentally, that leads your physical health, your spiritual health, and everything else that comes after that. And that will play into your academic side, your sporting side, and everything else after that. Yeah. And and as much as and, and it's such a crazy thing because people over thirty five. Back then, this was a taboo thing. You know, imagine saying to someone, um, oh, you know, back in the 35, oh, no, no, I just I just feel terrible. They'll be like, oh, be a man, you know. Uh, feelings are for women, you know, vulnerabilities for women. But it's crazy for me because like, I always, like, try and, like, and, and, and say this. And this is something that I'm going to try and bring forward, right? Like, yep. when, when you're able to be vulnerable, right, when you're able to show your emotions, I generally feel like that is the most important and, and, and most elusive and deep sorted sort of form of form of power right? that is true yeah. power mm. when you're able to show your emotions to other people that is the, the deepest and most elusive form of power right because it's incredible and, and I'm not trying to bring that obviously um, into the council and obviously that just that a perspective of young people right we are not over 35 there's a literally there's a larger demographic of people under thirty five than over and over literally. over thirty five. And, right. and and like sorry, I'm cutting your no, no, cutting your words. Like the only way we like our young generation us, the only way we can try to get our voice to um the people in in, in power mm. is social media, right? No mm-hmm. one is there to mm-hmm. actually um think from our perspective mm-hmm. until we force our opinion onto them mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. so I, I i reckon that the absolutely there has to be um people in the council who are Represent young and can represent us 100%, 100%. yeah and it's just like you know that small initiatives like that i remember um i was reading the council plan 
and they're don't they're they're giving out they're spending seven million dollars on a fountain a fountain a fountain <laughs> so i'm i'm just thinking right like so that there's all these like things that young people are literally trying to push for climate change right climate change mental health um, global like global warming things that are actually important in our society right that we, we that are yes us young people are saying we care about this more than you know the green party fighting over the labor party seats and this and this like we don't we don't care yeah <laughs> we I don't understand. care about that if our planet is dying we don't care about if the green party is fighting over the liberal party for a seat in the parliament we don't care that that's not important to us as young people we we literally don't care yeah we care about mental health, physical health. So, it, so when we hear that you're spending seven million dollars on a fountain, like, like how does that? Make, does it make sense? Yeah, zero system. Yeah, if they spend the same amount of money planting trees or doing something for the planet, it would have had like a huge impact uh, compared yeah, to amazing yeah. a fountain. Uh, it's just incredible to me, honestly. Yeah. So, like when I, when I saw something like that, I'm just like, I, I if I have the opportunity and the platform to to go for council, I have to. I, ha- I have to do that because they, they cannot be spending seven million on a fountain if there's young people that are struggling right now mentally, you know, abusive homes, um, you know, um, like climate change, like mental health, like things, environment, it's just there's things that are happening in society that we care about that seven million dollars could help instead of a fountain. So I'm like, if, if, yeah. the, if this, that's the disparity, then I want to be in 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 a, on a seat in an election to change that to raise awareness for that so, yep yeah. and i dude i am really really hopeful that you get in like, hopefully yeah, yeah inshallah, inshallah bro, inshallah, bro. <laughs> and um i feel like this me too movement and black lives matter it kind of coincides with um the opposition and the hatred islam has also gotten over 100%. the couple of years 100%. because what happens just the way that a tiny african or black minority who have done crimes mm. they the world they just try to flood them out yeah like to eliminate eliminate as in just think that the whole african or black community is like that same way for muslim mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what happened in 9 11 mm-hmm. or this that that one incident and no, whatever and happened no. and they just islamophobia, islamophobia it's just spread they're just they're just trying to um push it onto all of the Muslims and all the Muslim community. And, and it's so sad because a lot of politicians use that as an agenda. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it's crazy because when you really, really think about it, right? When you forget the statistics, forget the numbers, right? When you, when you take everything away, you come back to what? A person, right? That's a human being. No matter, no matter what religion, race, gender, any of that, when you when you break all that down, right? When you when you take that all away, you are looking at a human being, right? Hundred percent. And, yeah. and and so, and some of the ways that politicians talk about, like the Muslim community, the LGBT community, um, you know, the the, the uh, Black Lives, you know, um, uh, mental health, like women, right? Some of the ways that politicians talk about women, and 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 um, people from the Arab community, the uh, the Islamic community. It's, it's incredible because they forget that those are human beings. Those are people, man. Like sometimes I hear about them, I honestly feel sick because like I remember in a refugee camp that I lived in, right? I, we had like, I had so many like Muslim friends, 
and they were like to this day they're one of my closest friends that I've ever met and I could and, it, and it's crazy because when when you're when you're understanding enough of someone's culture right and understandings right and it doesn't even take that it's not even that hard to read the Quran it's honestly not that hard I've read the Quran three times it's not that hard to read uh, the Quran yeah right because when you're able to to just just under try and understand someone's culture right you can understand them as human beings 100%. you can understand them as people right and I can guarantee you there's not many politicians that actually ever touched the Quran just just read it just like one passage in the Quran there's a, there's there's so few like a handful of politicians that have ever done that 100%. but but yet you'll find them talking about oh you know the, the terrorist group this and terrorist group that you know let's go bomb Syria let's go bomb Iraq it's just like those are people like it's just to me it's it needs to change like and that's why we need to get this generation back into election we need to get them into positions where they can ena uh, enact change right we need to get young people in positions that they can change policies and they can change perspectives and mindsets of the whole society because being over 35 and you know spending seven million on a fountain just shows that you don't care about things that actually matter in society Right? Yeah, 100%. And do the best example that we get is from children. If you put, I don't know, five-year-olds in one room with with the parents being whatever religion mm. they're from, the kids, basically, they just care about making friends, friends. being human. Being exactly. But when we grow older, when we grow older, the society and our surroundings, media, they try 100%. to freaking manipulate our minds so much that we just stop seeing each other as human beings we see them and we see them as gender, yeah exactly yes 100% 100%, um, 100%. Yeah. literally man oh it's so sad it's so sad but um hopefully we can change that hopefully, hopefully. we can change it inshallah inshallah. <laughs> inshallah I love how you're saying inshallah <laughs> <laughs> love it um, yeah, yeah. I, I, like a lot of my Muslim friends that we always talk and um, yeah, yeah they, they, always, they always talk about that yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's good. It's good because it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. Mm. Um, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Do you know what it means, though? Um, hopefully. If God wills it, hopefully. God, yeah. God wills it. Yeah. God wills. Literally, dude. Oh, dude, you know so much about Islam, actually. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, because nah, I, I try, I try to learn. I try and learn, and I feel like it's important. And again, it's, it's that aspect of growth. Um, you know, if you want to grow as a person, like, why, why would you not be trying to learn about other people? You know. If you're gonna meet other people in your life, right? You you're not you're not gonna stay in your little group forever, right? You're not gonna stay in that little 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 box forever, right? You're gonna you're gonna meet people in life from different walks of life with different religions and different beliefs and different genders and different everything, right? So, I feel like as our job as people is to try and understand them, and, exactly. if, you, and if you can do that, if you try and understand someone and listen and 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 understand their plight and their suffering. Honestly, the world could be so much better for everyone. For everyone, honestly, for everyone. <laughs> yeah, dude, amazing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, AK, it was it was like amazing speaking to you. My pleasure, bro. And I reckon that if this voice reaches people, and all around the world even and if we could even help them change their perspective mm. on even one issue mm. of one person that would be tremendously 100%. great yeah uh, 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 like it's amazing to me like like 
young people are doing stuff like this, you know, like raising um, their voices on things that they care about. Um, it, it's so important. Um, and, and like if, if, if people can take anything away from um, this interview and this podcast is that being honest about how we feel does not make us weak. Uh, being being vulnerable and being honest about how you feel and expressing that does not make you weak. Like right? society always tells you, oh, be a man, oh, be strong, oh, you'll be you, you'll be all right. You know, but vulnerability is for women. You know, uh, just kind of be a man. You know, it's it's that that we're taught everything shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. You know, a lot of things that we're taught is shoulder to shoulder activities and not face to face. It's all shoulder, oh, footy, oh, bumping, you know gym oh let's get it oh gains it's not face to face we're not taught how to interact emotional literacy we're not taught that we're exactly. not taught how to talk emotionally exactly and um, and what the school teaches like uh, uh is it's just to get a better grade they're not teaching you how to freaking communicate with the other person 100 percent. because and society is about communication it's about cooperation yeah, yeah right so if you can learn anything from this i i definitely feel like um it's that like you know being honest about how we feel does not make us weak it makes us human Hundred percent, and also stop putting so much time and energy into what other people think of you. 100%. Do not lose your own self 100%. in the um, in in the approach in the approach to fit in with other Our friends people. or other people. Because you you have to sort of preserve your authentic self. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah, and, and this is what we just this is basically what we're talking about this this whole podcast is that we all have a light that God gave us. We all yeah. have a light that God gave us. Um, it is uniquely yours and you are here on this planet to express the brilliance that is uniquely you yeah you're here to be powerful beyond measure yep and and in the process in the in the same process of friends don't be like if i don't fit in with this this kind of people or these people my life is going to end or something it's going to go boring or something dude life is big you have enough time you'll meet People, a lot of people in cultures, your way if, if one person doesn't cultures. like you, you you're gonna meet the other person who's gonna 100%. like you for what you are who you are and what you're doing 100%. so just stop yeah. caring so much about what others think never forget that never yeah. ever forget that yeah thank you very much for having me myself thank you so much AK. it was amazing speaking to you about it <laughs> signing off AK and myself <laughs> <laughs> man. hey guys if you stayed this far into the podcast thank you so much Stay tuned and also go check out my blog at www.thebuzzingsoul.com. See ya until next time.